your hands together and give the Lord great praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Glory, man. Hallelujah. 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 Masoto bokushita la la bakaha. Abana la boso lera bakasa ta bakasa. Masando bosoto koba. asking Jesus they said master teach us how to pray and Jesus went forward to say pray in this manner he said our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come and he said thy will be done and earth as it is in heaven. He said, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine are the kingdom, power, and glory forever. He said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. I believe that the will of God, it's much bigger and far greater than what our minds can really grasp maybe even perceive. 
Because I'm reminded in the scripture where the Bible says that he is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. That means if God is able to supersede what we think, then what he is willing to accomplish concerning his will, it's beyond your imagination. I thank the Lord that God has been speaking in such a way to the body of Christ. I'm reminded in scripture where it says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. As we realize we're living in an hour where sermonizing is not going to be the tool used to navigate in this hour. This hour you need a word from God. But there's something about When he says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Oftentimes, I was speaking to a young man today, and he began to ask questions concerning ministry or ministering, evangelizing. I began to talk about the importance of basically depending upon the direction of God. Sometimes we know how to make our own moves of God. And a person would say, how is that possible? Well, the scripture declares that the gift of the prophet is subject to the prophet. I had a gentleman call me the other day and ask me a question. And I said, this person would probably be more effective if they slowed down. I said, but their desire is to get the Holy Ghost to get into their flow. Because they're able to keep the attention of the people. Keeping the people thrilled. Keeping the people excited. So then what happens when there's no excitement, the people don't know how to walk with God. Because they've learned how to move with excitement instead of moving with the leading and the unction of God's spirit. We have realized that in this hour that God has been telling his people to come out. You know, in this country, we have history. We have history of people that were aware of markets crashing, things tanking, things happening to the economy. And because they had foreknowledge of things that were to come, they moved with haste, making decisions. 
that may not have been popular in the time that they were making it. But when you have been made aware of things that are to come, you don't move as though things have always, you don't move as though things shall always be. But you move with haste according to the revelation that has been given to you. And then afterwards, when things hit the fan, people are trying to figure out how was it that you knew? How was it that you were able to miss what came? How was it that while everybody else is suffering, you're in a place of sustainment? Well, I believe that the Bible declares that God knows the way that we take. The scripture declares that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I'm reminded in the book of Romans when the Bible declares it says to be not conformed unto this world. But be transformed by the renewing of the mind that you may prove that which is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. Not only does God not want us to know the will of God. But we must also pray for the will of God. Can I tell you that the will of God is much bigger than what this world would have you to think. The will of God is much bigger than what Christendom would have you to think. Oftentimes people put together messages to try to gain a response. The thing is, it's as if we're kind of used to doing things with excitement. When God is not wanting you to just move with excitement, he's wanting you to move with brokenness. He's wanting you to move with humility. See, grace doesn't flow from excitement, but grace flows from humility. The Bible says God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. There's something that happens, church, when we begin to hunger for the will of God. See, can I tell you that God doesn't answer prayers just because you will it. Any prayer that God answers is because he willed it. Can I tell you that regardless of what you desire, how much you feel like you need it or how much you feel like it may make an impact on the world around you. If it is not an agreement or an alignment with the will of God, God's not going to sign off on something that's not in his will. Why? Because whatever's in his will, he's got his name on it. God's not going to co-sign and put his name on just anything. But we understand that in this hour, we understand that there's been this pool of coming out, separating yourself, coming alive again, understanding that there's some things that you must cast aside. I was speaking to someone last night, and I told them, I said, that in order for the people to... um truly develop the true genuine relationship with God 
I'm reminded when Moses spoke to Pharaoh and he told Pharaoh, he said, let the people go. He said, let us go Sabbath day's journey into the wilderness that we may go and worship God. Then he said, let us go Sabbath day's journey into the wilderness that we may go and serve God. It is impossible to serve God if you don't leave Egypt. Moses is basically saying that we can't serve God here. And God's not going to reveal himself in Egypt. He's going to reveal himself when you leave Egypt. I was speaking to someone last night and they began to ask me questions. And they were trying to figure out, they said, why is it that people are not sticking? I said, the reason why they're not sticking is because they're not leaving. I said, you've got to understand that God is only going to show himself and reveal himself to people that have stepped out of something. Can I tell you that the closer you get to the God, the more you're going to take off of this world. So what is going on, we understand now. That God has been moving upon the hearts of people. Many of you would probably say that it's been something that has happened within your own personal spirit. Over the past several months that has moved you to say, you know what, I've got to get my priorities in alignment. Some of you are now given more time to prayer when you didn't before. Some of you are more now prioritizing um, your, 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 your time, um, your fasting life. You're now becoming more consecrated. You're now separating yourself from things that are ungodly. The scripture declares, lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset you. And run this race with patience. I believe that there comes a time that you must not lay aside some of the weight. But I believe there comes a time where you must lay aside everything. Church, can I tell you that as we begin to lay aside things, we begin to see things more clearer. The Bible says, be not conformed unto this world but be transformed by the renewing of the mind in order for your mind to be transformed you've got to come out of conform you've got to come out of the conformity of this world why because what happens is the world wants to make the will of god smaller it wants to make god minute and it wants to magnify the things of the flesh it wants to magnify the agendas of this world and it will make you feel like basically god has no plan god has no purpose god has no power god has no desire that god is just a spirit drifting in the wind but can i tell you my friend that god's not a spirit drifting in the wind but god is the spirit that moves the wind So, so we understand the importance. We understand the purpose. We understand that now we're in an hour where there must be a desire to see the will of God performed. Can I tell you in this room tonight that there are many people in this room that maybe, like we talked about earlier in several months ago or a couple months ago, I can't remember how long it's been. Praise the Lord. But we talked about how things have kind of thrown our plans off course. But can I tell you that it is amazing how God can throw your plans off course to bring you back on course. 
is amazing how God is able to throw your life completely off course to bring you back on the course of purpose for your life. I'm reminded in the scripture when the Bible declares that Paul was on his way to Rome and all of a sudden they were met by a storm. The Bible declares the Eurachlodon had came and they were on their way to Rome but all of a sudden the destination that they had planned, the course that they were on, they had plans, but God had a better plan. They had plans, but God had a bigger plan. And sometimes God knows how to allow storms to come to divert your plans and bring you closer to the perfect plan and the perfect will of God. Can I tell somebody in this room that when you begin to pray for God's perfect will, there becomes diversions that take place in your life. When you begin to pray the perfect will of God, you're not just praying, praise the Lord, for disruption in darkness, but you're praying also for disruption in the course of your life. What do you mean by the hurt? Can I tell you that there are things that God wants to do in your life, but it's going to cause some things to be diverted. But can I tell you that if you would be bold and if you would be hungry enough and confident enough to believe God and would dare to step out and say, Lord, I'm going to lay aside your will, but I'm going to pray for the perfect will of God. Can I tell you that there will be something that will begin to break? There will be something that will begin to shake. Can I tell you as God begins to do this thing? Things begin to happen. Things, praise the Lord, that you did not plan for. Oftentimes, you're not visited with something that looks good. But sometimes, you're visited with something that looks like a conflict. Something that you did not plan for. Something that you did not cut out for. But can I tell you, praise the Lord, to assume that everything that you're doing and everything that you're living is in the perfect will of God is to become presumptuous. If you assume, praise the Lord, that everything in your life is perfectly lined up the way that God wants it, my friend, you're missing something. Can I tell you that Jesus would never tell the disciples to pray, Lord, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Praise the Lord, if there wasn't something that is in their world what wasn't off course. Can I tell you, praise the Lord, that if you wake up in the morning, God's waking you up to pray for things to get on course. Can I tell you, church, that we have the power and the authority through prayer to bring things back on course. We, 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 we have it. And I know, praise the Lord, that there are things and there are prophecies. And can I tell you, you cannot reverse prophecy. If God said it's going to happen, it's, it's going to happen. The Bible says that his word will go forth and will not return back void, but it will accomplish what it's set out to do. I'm not sitting here tonight talking about, praise the Lord, trying to get God to divert what he has written. Bible declares that his truth, his word is forever settled in heaven. There's no reverse of what God has spoken. When it goes forth, it's going to come back. Praise the Lord. It's going to do what he says it's going to do. But can I tell you tonight, praise the Lord, that what God is looking for, praise the Lord, is for someone that says, Lord, I'm not trying to divert your prophecies. But what I'm trying to do is I want to advance the prophetic word that you have placed upon the world and that you have placed upon your people and what you have placed upon my own personal life. 
What do you mean by the herd? I am tired of praying my will. Can I tell you, church, that tonight that God is wanting to bring this church to a place where you say, not my will, but thine will be done. Can I tell you, praise the Lord, that it's not the joy that you're looking for that comes when your will is fulfilled. But there's a joy that comes when his will is fulfilled in your life. I'm reminded in the scripture when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, he began to pray. And the Bible says that he began to pray and he said, Lord, he said, if you can let this cup pass for me. And the Bible said, nevertheless, he said, not thy will, my will, but your will be done. The Bible declares that Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. Can I tell you, church, that you can faint? Praise the Lord. When you're praying for your will to be done, you will be weary when you're praying for your will to be done. Praise the Lord. But when you begin to pray for the will of God, there is something that happens on the inside of you that causes you to endure until the end. Can I tell you, praise the Lord, in this church tonight, that God said, I don't want you to be fearful about praying for my will. I want you to be confident in praying for my will. I want you to be an advocate Concerning the will of God. I want you to be a spokesperson concerning the will of God. I want you to sing about the will of God. I want you to shout about the will of God. I want you to get your heart so full of God's will. Praise the Lord that there's no more will for your will in your life. What do you mean? Can I tell you? I'm talking about stepping into a dimension that every time you pray, you get a yes. Every time you pray, you're not praying in the mind of your spirit but you're praying in the mind of his spirit talking about the spirit that searcheth the inward things the spirit that searcheth the heart the spirit that searches the mind of the spirit i'm talking about something that when you pray praise the lord it causes heaven to move can i tell you praise the lord that there are angels that are dispatched not when you pray your own desire but when you pray according to the mind of the spirit there's something that is happening in this house tonight there's something that is going to break from this room tonight praise the lord there's something that's going to break in this world tonight why because antioch church is not going to pray according to the human will but somebody's going to lay aside the human will and begin to pray according to the mind of the spirit of god not my Hallelujah. Not my will. Not my will. See, the thing is, when you're a person, praise the Lord, when you're praying only for your will, there's a level of weariness. Why? Because you're sitting back and you're giving time. And I'm an advocate that the Bible declares that man ought to always pray and not faint. But have you ever prayed, praise the Lord, and you became weary because you're praying for stuff and it ain't happening? You ever prayed for something, praise the Lord, and you believe God for what you were praying for and God never did what you were praying for 
Have you ever became disappointed and you walked away from the altar and said, you know what? I'm not going to pray like I used to pray. I'm not going to believe God like I used to believe God. Why? Because you became disappointed in prayer. It is possible to pray and leave away disappointed. It is possible to pray, praise the Lord, and not pray in the alignment with the Spirit of God. Can I tell you the Bible declares that wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, but it is possible to pray with no liberty. But can I tell you the night that God said, I want to teach you how to pray in the liberty of the Holy Ghost. I'm not talking about when you're praying, your prayers are bound up. I'm talking about when you're praying, there's a release on your prayer. When God says, get out of the way. Why? Because something that's coming out of your mouth, praise the Lord, is in alignment and agreement with heaven. Can I tell you the night that God is looking for somebody that's not trying to get heaven to get into agreement with earth, but somebody that's trying to get earth to get into agreement with heaven. Can I tell you that prayers are not released. Glory is not released. Angel is not released when there is an agreement that takes place with heaven to earth. But when earth begins to agree with heaven, he said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you release on earth uh, shall be loosed in heaven. Can I tell you, church, there's some things that are going to be bound on earth because you're going to begin to bind some things in heaven, says I want bound. You're going to begin to loose some things on earth. Why? Because you're going to loose some things in heaven said, uh, I want loose. Is there somebody in this room that says, Lord, give me your mind. Is there somebody in this room that says, Lord, I want your will. If I got to push back your plate to know the mind of the spirit, then I'll push back my plate. Uh, if I got to leave some things behind to know the mind of the spirit, then I'll leave some things behind but I'm not going to be satisfied uh, until I'm on heaven's frequency. Uh, I'm not going to be satisfied uh, until I'm on heaven's frequency. I'm not just trying to get on your radar. I'm trying to get on your frequency. I want the mind of the spirit on the inside of me. I want to pray with the spirit. Uh, I want to walk with the spirit. Uh, I want to sing with the spirit. Uh, I want to fight in the spirit. Uh, I want to talk in the spirit. Uh, and when I begin to pray, uh, heaven and earth begins to move. Uh, and I begin to pray, uh, things begin to break. Uh, can I tell you, church, there's going to be a restoration. It's going to take place in this house tonight. Uh, as you begin to hunger and thirst for the will of God. Uh, open up your mouth right now. And begin to yield yourself to the Spirit. Uh, open up your mouth right now. And begin to yield yourself to the Spirit. Uh, can I I tell you, uh, the demonic principality over this area is no match for somebody that's got a hunger for the will of God. Uh, I don't need you to restore unto me my will. Uh, I need you to restore unto me your will. Uh, I want a hunger for your will. Uh, I want a desperation uh, for your will. Uh, I want to not be satisfied uh, unless your will is accomplished. Uh, come on, somebody in this house. Uh, is there somebody in this house uh, you've lost your way uh, you're gonna gain your way back uh, it's in the will of God uh, come on in the name of Jesus tonight uh, lay aside your doubt uh, lay aside your fear uh, lay aside your weight uh, and pick up the mind of God uh, and begin to pray according to uh, the mind of God's spirit
come on uh, in the name of Jesus uh, can I tell you that when you pray uh, with the mind of God's spirit uh, can I tell you praise the Lord uh, that God begins to move things uh, and you begin to pray according to the mind uh, of God's spirit uh, you begin to tap into an unlimited source uh, he said I'm able to do exceeded uh, abundantly above all that you ask a thing uh, can I tell you that you're praying for things uh, that are too small uh, see some of you have made God sm- as small uh, as your problem uh, some of you have made God uh, smaller than your issue uh, some of you have made God smaller than what the adversary uh, is presenting in your life but the devil is a liar is there somebody in this room tonight uh, praise the Lord that says that my God uh, is able to do anything uh, my God is able to do all things uh, and I'm going to find out what that God uh, wants to do uh, God's looking for somebody uh, that will be a conduit in this house tonight uh, that will pray according to the plan of God uh, God's looking for somebody in this house tonight uh, that will pray according to the will of God uh, what is your will uh, can I tell you church uh, if God's going to do something uh, he needs a man to come into agreement uh, with the will of God. Uh, can I tell you if a person uh, gets out of the wheelchair, it's because somebody uh, comes into agreement uh, with the will of God. Uh, if somebody uh, goes and has apostolic revival uh, in the city, uh, it's because somebody comes into agreement uh, with preaching the will of God. Uh, well, can I tell you, church, uh, we're full of preachers. Uh, can I tell you, church, uh, we're full of a Angelus, uh, can I tell you, church, uh, we're full, praise the Lord, uh, of prophets. Uh, but can I tell you that God uh, is looking for people uh, that will pray according to the Spirit of God? Uh, can I tell you, church, uh, we don't need another conference? Uh, can I tell you, church, uh, we don't need another preacher? Uh, what we need is some people that will pray with the mind uh, of the Spirit. Uh, when you pray with the mind of the Spirit, uh, it releases as the angels uh, and you pray with the mind of the spirit uh, it releases the glory uh, and you pray with the mind of the spirit uh, things begin to happen uh, and you begin to pray with the mind of the spirit uh, the spirit of God uh, make an intercession uh, for the deep is there somebody in this house tonight uh, that will step outside of yourself uh, and say I lay uh, my agenda aside uh, and I'm going to be a conduit uh, and I'm going to prayer according to the perfect will of God I need you to get into the Holy Ghost. I need you to get into the Holy Ghost. It says, and he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Can I tell you church tonight that God 
God's looking for somebody, uh, praise the Lord, that will make intercession. Uh, God's looking for somebody uh, that will submit themselves uh, to the perfect plan, uh, to the perfect will of God. Uh, God's looking for somebody tonight uh, that will surrender themselves uh, to the perfect plan of God. Uh, come on, somebody in this church tonight. Uh, it's time to get a hold of the king. Uh, come on, somebody in this house tonight. Uh, it's time to get a hold uh, of the perfect will of God. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. It is time. Come on, in the name of Jesus, Stalin. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, it's time to get a hold of the king. It's time to get a hold of the master. Come on, it's time to get a hold of the king. Come on, it's time to get a hold of the master. I need every person in this room, praise the Lord, to surrender yourself as a conduit and begin to tap into the spirit and begin to pray prayers according to the will of God. I'm talking about big prayers. I'm talking about big things. Things that will confuse your flesh uh, things that will make your flesh uncomfortable, uh, things that will say to your flesh, uh, make your flesh say, uh, that's impossible can I tell you church tonight uh, I'm telling you that God uh, will bring revival to your family, uh, I'm telling you that God uh, will move in that situation, uh, I need somebody in this room tonight uh, that will step out uh, in the power of the Holy Ghost uh, and let the Spirit of God uh, begin to pray through you. Uh, come on in the name of Jesus. Uh, I know he can move through you. Uh, I know he can preach through you. Uh, I know he can sing through you. Uh, I know he can lay hands on people through you. Uh, but I need him to pray through you tonight. Uh, I need you to allow uh, yourself to be a conduit of the Lord uh, and allow the Holy Ghost uh, to pray through you uh, according to the perfect will of God can I tell you that while you're praying miracles will manifest while you're praying angels are dispatched while you're praying strongholds are broken while you're praying deliverance begins to happen while you're praying things come down while you're praying things begin to break come on tonight the power and the authority it's in the name of Jesus. I declare deliverance to fall upon this house tonight. Come on, that's it. The power. It's in the name of Jesus. I declare victory and begin to come to your home. I declare the power and the authority. It's in the name of Jesus for restoration to fall upon every backslider. It's in this house tonight. Come on, that's it. In the name of Jesus. I command the stronghold on your life to be broken this night. The power and the authority. It's in the name of Jesus. I declare deliverance. 
come on in the name of Jesus 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 That's it. Uh, come on, it's time. Uh, praise the Lord to let the Holy Ghost take over. You know how to pray like a pretty, like a pretty little Pentecostal. I'm not talking about being Pentecostal tonight. Uh, I'm talking about being apostolic tonight. Uh, I'm talking about surrender yourself. Uh, I'm talking about somebody that says, Lord, uh, I'm going to put my plan on the back burner. Uh, I'm going to put what I want on the back burner. And I'm going to put your will on the front. Uh, I'm going to get behind the will of God uh, and I'm going to enforce it. Uh, I'm going to advance it. Uh, come on, I'm going to pray uh, according to the perfect will of God. Uh, come on, in the name of Jesus. Uh, come on, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord, renew my mind. Uh, Lord, remove my heart. Uh, come on, the devil uh, has got you uh, on the ropes uh, trying to convince you uh, not to pray for something uh, that's in the perfect will of God. Uh, what do you mean, Mother Heard? Uh, do you think God can do Yes, he's able to perform anything that comes to your mind. As a matter of fact, he said, I'm able to supersede it. Come on tonight by the power and the authority. It's in the name of Jesus. it pour it all out uh, but while you're pouring out uh, make sure you get your cup open uh, come on make sure you got your cup open uh, why? because God wants it to be an overflow tonight uh, come on God wants uh, your cup to overflow tonight uh, come on because God not just want to do something through you uh, God wants to do something in you uh, want to do it in your mind uh, want to do it in your heart uh, want to do it in your body uh, come on in the name of Jesus uh, we are very to be used by the glory of God. Come on in for the glory of God. This night by the power. It's in the name of Jesus. While you're praying for somebody else's healing. God's going to be healing your body. Come on. I just need you to keep being used as a conduit of the voice of God. And keep praying by the perfect will of God. Come on in the name of Jesus. We're going to let the angels move tonight. Uh, come on, we're going to let the word uh, of the Lord work tonight. Uh, come on, in the name of Jesus. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, while they were praying, uh, as they went, they were healed. Uh, one man said, Lord, uh, you don't have to go to my house. Uh, he 
said to send your word. Come on, in the name of Jesus. I need somebody that will pray according to the word of God. I need somebody that will pray according to the mind of the spirit. And while you're praying, God is sending. While you're praying, God is moving. While you're praying, God is dispatching that miracle. Come on, in the name of Jesus. I'm going home to a miracle. I'm going to wake up to a miracle. I'm going to get a phone call. A miracle. I'm going to go to bed. A miracle. My child. A miracle. My home. A miracle. My city. My church. My neighborhood. My house. A miracle. This night of the power and the authority. It's in the name of Jesus.
brother that is in the back that has the red mask in his hand with the blue shirt sitting next to the woman with the turquoise shirt if you could please stand I want you to raise your hands I don't know who you are I want you to raise your hands The Lord said that he is going to bring healing tonight. For it's almost as if I see your body has been exposed to some sort of chemical. I don't know what kind of agent it is. Some sort of chemical exposure that has begun to allow there to be infirmities and sicknesses in your body. I've come to tell you tonight that the Lord is your healer. And even though the doctors have no remedy, the blood of Jesus and the stripes that he took is the remedy. This night in the name of Jesus, you have a problem even with the lower extremities, dealing with your legs and areas. This night, I speak to every bone in your body. I speak also to this, it's, it's, it looks like gout. In the name of Jesus, this night I command the spirit of infirmity. And the things that have been reversed in your body due to exposure to be removed this night by the power and the authority that is in the name of Jesus. I come against everything that is affecting the cells in your body. This night in the name of Jesus, I command you to be whole. This, there it is, by the power 
and the authority that is in the name of Jesus is leaving out of your back right now. By the power and the authority that is in the name of Jesus, I speak deliverance this night. In the name of Jesus, I command the swelling in your legs and the swelling in your hands to leave this night. By the power and the authority that is in the name of Jesus, God is going to give you new thyroids. This night, in the, there it is, in the name of Jesus, I command the pain to leave. I command every nerve, there it's in the nerves, be gone this night. By the power that's in the name of Jesus. Somebody praise the God for his will being done. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Somebody bless the Lord for his will. Lord, give them new kidneys tonight in the name of Jesus. The new kidneys are coming in your body right now in the name of Jesus. New kidneys, your blood pressure and your blood sugar is regulating right now. Your kidneys are messed up because of something going on with your blood. But God said, I'm going to heal your blood and I'm going to give you new kidneys tonight. These going to function better than the old ones. This night, by the, there it is, by the power that in the name of Jesus. Brother Spriggs, where's your son? Tell him to stand up. Would you raise your hand? The Lord said what you call regression is progression. You must stay the course. I heard the word sabotage. But the Lord said, what you call regression is progress. You must walk even against the resistance. Because it's not 
now what God's trying to build outside of you, but now it's what he's trying to build inside of you. This night in the name of Jesus, I come against every word that has been sold into your heart. I speak healing tonight. I command breakthrough tonight. In the name of Jesus, I speak breakthrough this night by the power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody needs to worship God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. The scripture declares that the kingdom of God suffered violence. The violent take it by force. Sister Spirit stand. Would you raise your hands? The Lord said, turn that frustration into aggression. I see you taking a picture out. And I can see you taking a bottle of oil. And I see you pouring oil on this picture. And I see you recalling prophecies and promises. And I see you speaking it over what is dead. And commanded it to live again. God said I will do according to your, as you pray. This night by the power and the authority that's in the name of Jesus. I command things to live oh there's a revival I don't care how deep it's buried I don't care how far it's gold I don't care what it has spoken I don't care what it looks like you're going to speak by the authority of the Holy Ghost and you're going to speak to that stronghold and command it to be broken and dead things shall live again come on somebody somebody's gotta get aggressive you need to turn that depression into aggression you need to turn that oppression into aggression the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent taken by 
us. It's time to get aggressive in your prayer. It's time to get aggressive in your faith. It's time to get aggressive in your proclamation, in your declaration. You've got to get aggressive. Quit begging for it and take it. Quit crying over it and take it. Quit begging for it and take it. Quit crying over it and take it. Don't you worry about the demonic repercussions. If you're concerned about the repercussions, uh, you'll never reap the harvest. Uh, you're concerned about the repercussions, uh, you'll never see the glory. Uh, if you're concerned about the repercussions, uh, you'll never see the victory. Uh, you got to understand the kingdom of God suffered violence. Uh, the violent taken by force. Uh, I know there might be some repercussions, uh, but greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Uh, God's put something on the inside of me uh, that will make me endure to the end. Uh, I don't know what the repercussions are going to be. I don't know what the conflict holds, but in the end, I know we win. In the end, I know we've got the victory. In the end, I know that we will be standing. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You gotta get aggressive. You got to get bold. The will of God oftentimes when we think of the will of God we think of something that says no when we think about the will of God it is easy within your nature to come from a position of restraint or restriction 
When we think about the will of God, we think about disappointment, disruption. You tell someone, I'll be there tomorrow, Lord willing. And the person that hears Lord willing will automatically assume that you don't want to come. And if Lord willing, then they automatically assume that the Lord is not going to do it. Oftentimes, even in the body of Christ, we can look at the will of God as a disappointment. So many of us try not to find it and pray it. We try to find the will of God or we try to find the things that we want. And try to see if God wants what we want. And when you come from that position. My brother in the back with the gray suit on with the blue handkerchief. In your pocket with the glasses you sir. Stand up. Don't you raise your hands. I don't know who you are. But I, I just keep keep feeling this from this direction. It might not be deep to me. But the Lord says that it's almost like a door or a piece of the puzzle. I see a phone call and it's coming from like a Texas area code. And the Lord told me to tell you that the answer is coming from Texas. This night in the name of Jesus, the piece of the puzzle, it's, it's going to come from Texas. And as you walk in this, you're going to begin to appreciate waiting on God. What's going to happen? is that there were decisions that you could have made that would have derailed, but you've been in a season of waiting. But I'm telling you that this season is getting ready to change. There's a call coming from Texas. I don't know what Texas means to you. Huh? You do, okay. God's going to do this thing. And you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna walk out of this thing. It's almost going to be like squeaky clean. It's going to be like the three, three Hebrew boys coming out of the fiery furnace with no smoke on their garment.
Now listen. It is easy within our nature. Because when you're in the flesh, the flesh lusteth against the spirit. And the spirit lusteth against the flesh. And because we're not complete yet, and we're not fully been, been perfected yet, and because of how the condition of the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. And due to the fact that I need to go to an altar every day and ask God to create in me a clean heart, there are things that are in my heart that my flesh agrees with. But the spirit doesn't. And sometimes the flesh is like that one that just spoils you and understands all your problems. And understands how bad, why you need that. Why you want that. The flesh is a consoler when you shouldn't be getting consoled. The flesh is very understanding about your wants, not necessarily your needs. Only your needs, only the needs that you want. And when your heart has that within itself, it's easy for your mind and your heart to begin to think about the will of God as being that disruptor. Why? Because when he comes in, he's giving you a new heart. So then you find out that your heart was full of things that God didn't even want. So now we're trying to find how to desire the will of God when everything that is in God's will is a lot of it or a lot of things that are in our will that we want is not necessarily what God wants or the way he wants it. You, you might want to be married. That, that's God's will for you too, but that might not be be the will of God for you to marry the one that you want. So it disrupts. And, and, and what happens is the will of God becomes the last thing. So now we're trying to fit things into God's will. Instead of trying to live in God's will. But it's not just the things that are in the will that you should desire. The way to desire the things that are in the will of God is to desire the God of the will. See, when your heart desires God, when your heart is after God, 
then there's some things you're willing to do that's in his will. Why? Because you love God. There's some of you in this room, you're married. There's some things that, you know, my wife might like to do that I don't like to do. But I may do it anyway. Why? Because I'm loved the one. And how it means that I, I didn't like buying flowers. I'm sorry. I didn't like buying nice things unless it was a car. Some shoes. The other day I went and bought a brand new washer and dryer. Yeah, I did it. (laughs) She gave me a kiss too. walk in the laundry room and she look at it she's like my man <laughs> I was going to go buy the the mix match Craigslist special Samson and Whirlpool. (laughs) Good deal. I know it ain't got the buttons, but it get the job done. (laughs) I ain't tripping off of that. I'm concerned just as much as just as long as it get the does it get the job done. somebody you'll do things that you normally would love and make you do strange things and make you do things that you thought you'd never do people look at you and they see you now they're like what's going on man you don't you don't like to eat that. I hated Olive Garden. Until I got married. Or when I started dating her. You know, me. I go give me a burger. When I found out that's what she liked. Oh, I, yeah, we could do Olive Garden. That's, yeah. They got good burgers. <laughs> you got pizza? You start liking what other people like when you love. See, the thing is, when your heart, we can get out of here, but when your heart 
has some things in it that's not necessarily what God wants. When the will, when it's like the will of God, it's like a man. He don't ever want what I want. I have found that whatever it is that God wants, that may be what I want, but maybe not the way I want it, is always bigger and better. And I'm telling you tonight, there's some of you in this room that you are afraid of praying the will of God because you are afraid that what you want isn't what God wants. And all you see is the will of God is something that's taken away from you. But he said, I'll give you the desires of your heart according to his will. But how can I get these desires in my heart when we desire the different things? Desire him more than everything. And he'll change how you desire. And every time you pray, it's like, yes. 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 Is there any place in scripture where Jesus made a petition and just left it out there and waited for God to tell him no? No. He prayed according to the will of God. And even when he said, Lord, let this cup pass from me, he's like, but then nevertheless, nevertheless, he didn't hear no. No, he, he was like, nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. Can I tell you, church? The most powerful person in the kingdom is a person that won't bend when it comes down to the will of God. You commit yourself. You pray the will. You look for the will and you rejoice over the will. And when you pray, he said, I'm going to do exceeding and abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the power that works in you. God can trust you when your will is irrelevant to his will. That means I'm esteeming the will of God. My will doesn't matter. And if you will make God's will the focal point, I'm telling you the very things that you're praying for. He'll do it. But he wants you to want him more than you want them. So lift your hands. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
in the name of Jesus I surrender all to you tonight Lord Jesus' name.